0: Ladies and gentlemen, what time is it? It's 8.01, I think it counts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. Come in, come all. Everybody come. Uh, hashtags and headlines. Geezy, we're back. We just talked two days ago, but we, we were feeling it. Like, okay, w- like we had some rhythm on Sunday night. Now here we are on a Tuesday, live on trova.live. So much has already happened. Even just today, the sports world will not shut up. And I'm loving that we're focusing a lot more on sports. Uh, I noticed that focusing on politics was making me depressed and angry. Now that I'm really <laughs> just like following sports way more in depth than ever, it's been fantastic. And not just at the NFL. There's news all over the world. But how have you been in the 48 hours since we chatted?
1: Good, man. I golfed last night. I'm feeling good today. Like I just said, we're doing carnivore. I worked out today. <laughs> we're drinking a lot of fucking water. I'm trying to... Get it right so that we can talk even more shit to Gino because, you know, if we're doing it ourselves and we can talk even more shit that he's not doing his fucking daily burn because we are.
0: Dude, I even had, like, so I had a sore throat, like, immediately as we were done on Sunday. I felt, like, trash all day yesterday, felt like trash all day this morning. The voice is still cracking a little bit. Like, it was a really rough 48 hours since we last chatted. And (laughs) I've been taking this new Dayquil. It's got honey in it. It's very Ooh. disgusting. It tastes very bad, but I think it worked. I feel pretty good so far. I feel great right now. Uh, I worked out on Sunday. I don't think I worked out Monday or today. So I'm like, I'm in that weird like. I woke up this morning at 4 a.m. to go to the gym, and I was still like, ah, I'm still sick. Should I just do like that rest thing that people talk about? Because Ryback says there's no rest days. Like that's one
1: thing that no. I've learned from the Ryback is. There well, you know no what the arrested. rule is if you're sick and working out. You know, there's a hard, fast rule. What's the rule? If it's below your neck, don't work out. So if your chest is fucked up and congested, mm. don't work out. If it's above your neck, do whatever you want. What
0: if it is like your throat? Minuses, like the throat headache. is the neck. The
1: throat is like is, <laughs> so. Then you're in the gray area. You need to make a good decision. Ah, uh,
0: that was the problem. Well, I also had body aches, so I was like, okay, that's below the neck. Like my shoulders, everything was feverish. I was falling apart. I thought I had COVID again. I literally did. I wore a mask at work yesterday, and people were like making wow, fun of still me. So
1: responsible. We these.
0: have people at work that wear masks all the time, by the way, and nobody says shit to them. But since I'm like, everyone looks at me like big dumb country boy like oh you're wearing a mask what's wrong like they like were laughing at me everybody was bullying me <laughs> for wearing look, a mask and i was even like look i don't know i like I, I i know it doesn't do shit but i'm just kind of virtue signaling for everyone here just in case you get covid at least i wore the mask because last time i went to work post covid and
2: gave me black says do your dance violities.
0: do your dance ladies do your
1: dance turn that shit also- on also, like to note, we're both wearing the same hats this Sunday. Yeah,
0: not, not much That's has changed. Point. I was even about to wear the same tank top, and I was like, I'm going to put on a shirt. like I'm going to like a little formal, <laughs> make it a little formal. I got a t shirt on for this one. It does say cowboy shit on it. But Geezy, the Angels, you, everyone knows this is my team. This is my beloved franchise, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, we had like some good news, I guess you can call it. Like, it's good news when the Angels are. Because like, the Angels suck. So the only way there would be good news for them at this point is if there was a huge reg- regime change. And Art Moreno, the owner of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, is saying that it might be time. Art Moreno looks to be selling the Angels, Geezy. It's been the hashtag all season long. Sell the team, Art. People calling this man out by his first name, showing him no respect. Uh, he also voted for Trump, which I think is why a lot of people are not happy with him. Uh, so... Uh, it's finally happening. It's been 20 years since the Angels won a World Series, like literally 20 years. 2002 is when the Angels won the World Series. We were all huge fans at the time. We fell in love with the Angels forever. And even though we moved to Texas, we're still going to be huge Angels fans. You and I went to the final game of an Angels uh, of the Angels one season. That was a lot of fun. I got to ditch school, me, you, Chaney. We got to go watch a little baseball. It was like a, a 1 p.m. game on like a Thursday for some reason. Um, Hell yeah. So we went there and the Angels uh like it it just seems we're so far away from where we were 20 years ago and I know that not every team gets to win a World Series and then stay relevant for for forever but I don't, I, I just the way we spend money on players and Albert Pujols and Josh Hamilton and CJ Wilson and Mike Trout Shohei uh Who's the third baseman that can't play? Anthony Rendon. All of these people that the Angels spent all this money on. You just think there'd be a little bit more success than what we've had. We're clearly, like, since the Astros have really taken off, this is like the, the third worst team in the AL West. We, we just suck. Like, and, and for people that, like, nobody watch, like, I watch baseball. I understand that not there's not a lot of crossover for for all the TWFS sites and baseball fans. I know JT probably likes this story. Uh, And maybe Hambino. Like, those are the two fans that this is for. I don't know, man. I'm just so excited for a fresh fresh paint of coat on those Angels.
1: Dude, I haven't been hyped for the Angels since Hideki Matsui fucking came to the Angels and I was there when he hit, like, fucking three home runs in a game. And we (laughs) threw popcorn all over each other. That was probably 15 years ago at this point. So, good. uh, This is what the fucking Browns need to do. This (laughs) is what the Knicks need to do. You have to get a new fucking owner because obviously it's not working. It starts from the top down.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent agree that there are other teams in sports that can mimic this. Like there should be people, like there should be owners out there willing to let go of their team. Like, uh, and and I bet it's hard. I bet it's hard. Like you own this franchise; it's what you're passionate about. Like I get it. I understand why you wouldn't want to sell your team. But in that same breath, if your team is dog shit, why are you still fighting for like? Like, and clearly, what you've done to this franchise has devalued it. This was a World Series winning team. This is a team that had Vladimir Guerrero. Like, after they won the World Series, they got Vladimir Guerrero. They were still a powerhouse for the late 2000s, there, Kendry Morales and some of the people that they had. And, dude, like they just suck now. There's nothing exciting about this team. And yeah, if you are if you are like a Fringe Angels fan like yourself, or probably most of the people in Anaheim, California, it's not like everybody's dying to watch baseball games.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, it's probably really easy to just kind of move on right now. Like, no, nah, we don't need we don't need mediocre Angels baseball. We, we like Dodgers are winning World Series, so obviously their fans are coming out in droves.
1: Yeah, I don't. The Angels are the weird ones because it's like being from LA. The Clippers even now with them being good are still a fucking joke. They'll never be the Lakers. The Angels will never be the Dodgers, but I feel like the Angels are at legit still. Like you can be a legit Angels fan in LA.
2: Yeah.
1: But I it, it's so fucking frustrating to have probably the greatest player to ever walk on the field and they're just absolutely fucking terrible.
0: Yeah. That that's probably where most of my frustration comes in because I, I have a coworker who's a big Tigers fan. So when we talk about him, like in his fandom, it's like, yeah, the Tigers suck, but they don't have Mike Trout or Shohei Otani. Like, there's just such a big difference where, like, if the if if a team with no stars is losing, like if the Marlins were having a shitty season, it's like, yeah, the Marlins are having a shitty season. They don't have these perennial all stars like these once in a lifetime people that are being touted as the greatest like Shohei's winning MVPs and we're not making the postseason Trout's won three MVPs he's been in the playoffs once so how do you value play and I had this conversation with my boss today about uh valuing like what is the what does the MVP award mean is it the most valuable to your team or is it the best player on the best team in the league because in my head the MVP should be the most valuable like I think we were even talking about – I always bring up uh, Russell Westbrook when the Thunder was like seventh. They were ranked seventh in the West that year when it was just Westbrook. He led the league in triple doubles. He led the NBA history in triple doubles. And my boss was saying, he's not the MVP though. And I'm like, but that team (laughs) – like he's so valuable to that team because remove him, they're not making the the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. So that makes him more valuable than say a Steph Curry who – I mean yes he is scoring the most points on the best team so how do you value how can you say like they're already they're ranked number 1 clays putting up points they already have a good team like it, the the thunder would be shit without this one guy that makes him valuable so i don't know it's it's rough to argue what an mvp really like what is it to you when you just hear mvp
1: it's always been fucking frustrating cuz then you get into the like basketball is the fucking absolute worst. the The fact Jordan didn't win the MVP every single year is fucking stupid. Same with LeBron. LeBron has consistently been the number one player. Some people might have better seasons, but if you're gonna say he's the most valuable player, if LeBron left the NBA ten years ago, it, it would you would fucking notice. Well, it, so it, I yeah, that's a good call. I, I do. I do like. I mean. I am a peak guy. So if somebody has, like, a ridiculous fucking season, whether their team's shitty or not, I would probably give it to them. (laughs) But because it's an individual reward, so why are you going to factor in how shitty or good his team is? But I don't know. It's always a fucking debate. It'll be a debate that goes on for forever well, no league defines what it is and,
0: and what you said right there like it is an individual award like yes an individual does win it but i think just that phrasing valuable player like there you what value are you bringing to your team whereas a lebron james should be winning that award like every year he was in cleveland it, look what happened when he left Cleveland. Like oh my god that <laughs> that that organization fell apart. It wasn't just like the
1: team needs that him. city fell apart.
0: The whole thing just went in, in in shambles because they lost one guy. Clearly that makes him very valuable. Uh when Clay Thompson went down and then it was like okay, well they still have Steph and Draymond and I was kind of thinking they would still have they would still be able to make a run and I know Steph got hurt but It just kind of exposed Steph a little bit to me that sure he is outstanding. He's putting up, uh, you know, he can put up numbers, but as far as what value is he bringing overall, I want to see you take a shitty team to the championship. I want to see LeBron take Mo Williams to the championship. Like that's to me, that's what a valuable player is doing. So when Shohei and Trout are are being named the MVP of the American League. There's only 15 teams in the American League right and the angels can't be one of the top four are you that valuable then like how can you consider yourself valuable if your team's coming in 13th place every year out of 15 like you, you're not a valuable player at that point you're you are just the best player that that's the difference it's it's the best player of the year award.
1: Yeah, I it just depends on the sport. Like basketball is way easier to carry a fucking team when there's only five guys on the fucking court. True. Sure. Baseball Baseball's weird cuz even f- it's different than football. Like a a pitcher has way more influence over an entire game than a fucking outfielder or a shortstop
0: sure. or a
1: catcher. So it, I don't know. I it's almost dumb to call it an MVP award in fucking baseball. It's like I like that there's a Cy Young for pitchers. I it should only it should almost be just positional. Like who's who's the all-pro team in baseball? Like fuck the MVP. Just pick the best player in each position and they all get a fucking award. How about that? Well,
0: I think that I I like that they do golden, like the golden glove awards, like best defensive player for these positions, silver slugger, best batter for these positions. Like that makes sense because, yeah, every position is going to be different anyway. The NBA really probably is the main, like that's the MVP award. Like, because even college football will have you know, uh, I I can't remember all the names, but they'll have the Bolitnikoff trophy. Like they will have awards specific to positions because it is who is the best player by that position. Uh, Is the Heisman, is that like an MVP or is that the best player in college football? Like how do they define even what the Heisman is? Because I like, when I look at whoever wins the Heisman, which is typically a quarterback, I mean, it's, what is it? 98% of the time it's a quarterback. It must be, most of the time. it must just be the best player, right? Or is it, or is it a value kind of thing? Because maybe it's just the phrasing that throws me off. Because again, most valuable player, like what value are you bring? And maybe me being a salesperson, but it's like, what value are you bringing to your team? What value are you bringing to your organization? somebody like a like a trout and Shohei, absolutely i see what value they're bringing to their team but it's not in metrics of winning and, and losing it's really just in metrics of popularity ticket sales jersey
2: sales like that stuff absolutely malachi black says reggie bush
0: we're making a bunch of money because reggie bush
1: reggie, bush, reggie still- bush didn't win it sorry they took it back
0: yeah he yeah he, he he's not a heisman winner he's just a A best running back of the year winner, which whatever that award is in college football.
1: Well, I would say the fucking Heisman. I'm looking at what it is. It says the Heisman Trophy is awarded annually to the most outstanding player in college football. Winners epitomize great ability (laughs) combined with diligence, perseverance, perseverance, wow, perseverance, (laughs) and hard work.
0: I like that. I think that, outstanding. I like to use that word at work all the time. So, yeah, if you're telling me the most outstanding player, I think that actually sounds really good. So uh, I'm not against that. If we just change the MVP of the MOP, just to give out the mop every year, the most outstanding player, then, it, then yeah. it makes a little more sense to me. Like Again, I get lost in the phrasing of valuable because, like, when you do look at the NFL, they have an offensive player of the year. They have a defensive player of the year. And then they have the MVP. So it's not necessarily that the MVP has to be.
1: Well, those are just runner-ups. That's why.
0: Well, well, maybe that's maybe they don't even need to be runner-ups. Maybe they are just like, we, no, you are so good at defense. You are unbelievably outstanding at defense. Like you are the defensive player of the year. Now, you're also on the Legion of Boom. Does that mean you're the most valuable player? Because no. Like, if they took you out, they'd probably still be a pretty good defensive secondary. So you're not the most valuable, but you are the most outstanding. So, so yeah, I think there is a difference in phrasing and a difference in belief because, like, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. Like, when an NFL guy wins the MVP, I do expect them to be on a good team, and I do expect them to be higher up because I remember one year – I think J.J. Watt was like in the running for MVP, and the and the Texans were like seven and nine. I just thought, how can you consider yourself? Malachi Black just gifted a sub to to Domain Man number one. Welcome, Domain Man. Thank you, Nathan. Wella. But that's I don't know, Zach. That's how I feel. So like, because Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, these guys who are winning MVPs. Yeah, I, I think if you remove them from their team in the NFL, the team would suck without these guys. So that that gives them value.
1: Yeah, I. But even in the NFL, like, is is Aaron Rodgers going to be MVP if he doesn't have a fucking number one standout wide receiver? Well, that, it's I th- so dependent on stats. I think he would
0: be more so the most valuable player if he takes like an Alan Lazard and a.
1: Well, sure, but I'm saying, you think he's going to get the stats he would have if he had fucking a number one running back and a number one wide receiver. Yeah. It's obviously going to change
0: that. Like I think his numbers are going to hurt this year. I think it really, the Packers made a very, remember last year when he was going to retire or he wanted to go to Denver, like he was like done with green Bay. And then they were like, no, 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 come back for, for two more years. And then they traded away his number one receiver and didn't replenish him. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know how this team operates. Uh, Like my Scotty Williams, biggest Packer fan that I know. I mean, I remember him like calling me upset, like almost crying about when the Packers lost to the Niners in the playoffs last year. And he was like, this was it. This is the end of the run. Aaron's leaving. And then like Aaron stayed and they got rid of Devontae. It was like, wait, 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 what? Like, (laughs) how, how did this happen? Why didn't they do anything to fix that? Uh, who do you, like, At looking at the league now, though, is this a year where, it, like, are you writing off Aaron Rodgers? Do you think he doesn't have a shot at getting the Packers back to the promised land?
1: No, I think it's going to be a fucking tough year for them. I'm sure they'll be okay, but they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs.
0: No, it's going to be a Lions year. We all know it. Hard Knocks is on tonight. You know what? why?
1: They have fucking grit.
0: They have too much grit. They're just the grit-filled lions. I can't wait to watch episode three of Hard Knocks tonight. Did you watch, to make this not about sports for a second, did you watch House of Dragon on HBO Max?
1: No, I have not. I was going to watch it right before we started, but it was an hour and 15 minutes, and we were an hour out. Yeah. Nathan said it slaps. Nathan so said it slaps.
0: My my boss was showing me footage of like there was people walking by houses or like apartment buildings in New York and everybody yeah. is watching the same show. Like you can see oh, that's
1: fucking terrifying. It, it was
0: actually like kind of cool to see like wow like uh everybody's in on this. 10 million viewers apparently for the first for the for the debut episode. So Nathan you know What that
1: means though. They're all fucking NPCs then.
0: They could be. They could just be and yeah. They're all just full, Honestly, that's how I feel about anybody that watches like a sequel or a rehash. Mainly a rehash is just feed me more of that thing that I already liked. Uh, and yeah. and that's, that's exactly what I feel like with this Game of Thrones nonsense. We were all burned. We all know how Game of Thrones ends. We all know that it ends with the worst person to be named King. Somebody who was like a forgotten about character for two seasons is somehow going to be, Who has a better story? then brand the brave like oh come on like i made that joke at work thinking it would never happen and it happened so how are we going to support more game of thrones there's there's no reason to so yeah like i just thought it was so funny everybody watched it like so many people watched it we all we all went to dinner uh the appetizer was fantastic the dinner was really good and then the dessert was a big pile of shit and Instead of saying, you know what? I'm not going to go to that restaurant anymore. The ending was shit. We're all just going back. Let's go back.
1: That sounds good. Meet me there. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to try it out, dude. Let's see. Fuck it
0: yeah well and I so and maybe that's maybe the I haven't been watching Smackdown I haven't been watching raw or anything I don't have time to be watching House of dragon like I've you know what I watched <laughs> last night I watched like a bunch of YouTube stuff just on football I'm in football mode dude these are the top ten worst trades in NFL history these are the top ten moments where quarterbacks let their team down in NFL history like right, I just couldn't stop watching dumb compilations that people were putting together. I'm in
1: football mode, dude. I don't have time for this uh, for this Game of Thrones. Uh, t- dude, fucking hard knocks. You do have time for Game of Thrones. You got to watch it while you're fucking working out, dude. <laughs> Maybe. Get motivated. See some Targaryens fucking burn some people down with dragons. It's you only. Remember when we super kicked you right Thank
0: in the face. you, J.R. Ramrod. Gino in the chat. When are we watching They Slash Them? That's a good call. We might have to watch that this weekend. Already
1: did, bro. You wa- oh, yeah,
0: that's right. You did watch it already. Um, oh, this was a good question. Nathan sent me this video. Did you see the hit on uh, Kayvon Thibodeau? No. So, he was uh, he was playing football. And during a block, it looked like the player went a little low. Um, but, so here, here, we'll take a look right here. So, uh, let me see. I got it on the screen. Is it visible? All right, it looks good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Nathan sent me this. And my immediate reaction was like, that didn't look like it was on purpose. Of course, Rich Eisen had to tw- chime in immediately. Penalty, hefty fine, suspension. Nothing less is acceptable. Suspension. Accepted. Well, watch the hit. So yeah, you gotta get- So the Cincinnati Bengal player does go low. And at first, it looks like get- it almost looks like he's going for the hip right with his helmet. But maybe yeah. he is throwing his entire body at the player's knee. Now, Kayvon Thibodeau is also going low as well, so maybe that's forcing the
1: Bengal to go lower. But all right, play it, play it again. Yeah, Sorry for the beginning. I mean that block happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, he slipped off of his hip, and that's what I
0: thought. I just thought he was going for the hip, and when he hits him, he just like he ends up falling lower. Now I don't think it was like an intentional. Like, it just doesn't look at all like he's trying to take out an ACL. Like, that's not what it looked like to me. So, for podcasters who can't see this visual, uh, you can look up the hit. I mean, it's it's pretty viral on Twitter. Our friend Rich Eisen tweeted it out as well. But uh, it looks like the Cincinnati Bengal is is squaring up to hit him in the hip. Kayvon starts to go lower as well, which forces the Bengal player to move a little lower. And as he hits the hip, it looks like his hands and, like, the rest of his body – kind of collapse on Kayvon Thibodeau's knee. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't look super malicious to me. And I, I wonder if there's like an interview after the game where uh, who, where Thaddeus Moss comes out and says, hell yeah, I did it. How you like me now? Like, I don't think that exists. <laughs>
1: but uh, I, I don't know. Is this that dirty? No, absolutely not. This is another clear example of what the NFL stands for. The No Fucking Fun League, please. <laughs> Well, it's so. Why can't he, we break some knees here? What happened to fucking? uh What was it when they were paying players to hurt people? Oh, the bounty gate. I just, dude, I, bring I, it back. Speaking please. of
0: football and speaking of not watching wrestling, I watched this movie on Netflix called Home Team, where Kevin James plays Sean Payton and he goes back to coach his son's. Oh pee- God, pee-wee. you watched that? Oh, it's so funny. It was. So, <laughs> it was so good. I watched – yeah, it was a family movie night, and that was the perfect family viewing. It made the girls
1: laugh. It made me laugh. I'm down with that for a family movie. I wouldn't watch that on purpose, but if I had to pick something that we'll all like, sure, it's oh, sports.
0: When I'm watching stuff with – yeah, with my wife and my cousin. You know what we watched afterwards was the 2011 remake of Footloose. So, yeah, those are the movies that we were watching. Uh.
1: That's a tough no, no. one, dude. The original, amazing, but not the fucking remake, dude. I had no interest in watching this new one. And they were like, you never
0: seen it? Like, like I was an idiot for never seeing
1: the fucking remake. Have they ever seen the
0: original? That's what I said. And then, like, Michelle has, my cousin has, but uh, my wife was like, you haven't seen the new Footloose? And it's like, it literally was just the same exact story as Footloose. Like, I don't know why that was like, why did we have to watch it, but. Uh, During Sunday's preseason game between the Giants and Bengals, Cincinnati tight end Thaddeus Moss delivered a low block to New York rookie Kayvon Thibodeau in the second quarter. And then it says, so Thibodeau avoided a major industry. A major inner injury rather.
1: We're both having strokes tonight, bro. Dude, I don't know what's happening? I'm coughing. Not now. even drinking tonight. I have, I have tears
0: in my eyes from like holding in a cough right now. You got so, Robitussin? What's happening? I did drink that day cool just before we started. Thibodeau that's was diagnosed with a sprained MCL. He's gonna be out to three to four weeks. So it wasn't even like a career ending It's a fucking sprain. Dude. Yeah. It wasn't even like a career ending hit. But I don't know, like I don't think it was as vicious as everybody is is trying to make it sound like. People are really coming in like uh, it's a legal block in, in below the waist by current NFL rules. It's a tool in his belt. Just an unfortunate play that thankfully didn't end in a catastrophic result. We don't have to turn the tight end into the Joker, though. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Like everybody's trying to make it seem like he's like a malicious piece of shit. I think he was going for a block and he went a little lower than he, inti- he intended. Like Accidents happen in football. Like, I'm so sorry that people don't understand that. People are going to get hurt in this man's game.
1: Yeah, dude. I don't – bunch of pussies, man. He clearly slid off. I don't know. Your boy Rich Eisen, you always – you wishwash on him. You got to get off of his train, dude. So
0: I, I don't. I haven't listened to Rich in many, many a months. I did click on his YouTube page because he was live on YouTube because he's in between. He was on Peacock, and I think Peacock did what a lot of streaming services do when they debut. They just get a bunch of content, fucking load up, sign everybody to huge deals. This is gonna be awesome, CNN Plus, and then they hit like a. You know, it's been a couple. It's been a year, I think, of
1: Peacock. And be in the red for that long, bud. Yeah,
0: and now they're okay. We gotta we gotta offload some of this stuff. We we went too big. People are watching more Dan Patrick. They're not watching Rich. People are watching this. They're not watching that. They're trying to figure out you know the perfect amount of content. So now Rich is moving to the Roku channel, which is free. So he's yeah, sound good. I know it doesn't sound good, but he was like, no, it's free. So I was watching. I clicked on their YouTube and Chris Brockman was there, our best friend who says that. Uh, Justin Turner joining his team for a photo after being diagnosed with COVID is a bigger scandal than the Astros cheating in what was 80, which was 79 home games that we know of. Um, but this is a bigger scandal. He went out and took a photo. So he was wearing a, a, a polo and he had the top button buttoned. And I just said, Nope, not for me. I'm not watching this shit. Who buttons the top, on a- yeah, the top
1: on a polo? On a not polo. A it was like a three-button polo, and they were all buttoned up. Who does that? I don't even button the second one anymore, bro. I, I leave it on, it on the third, if yeah. anything.
0: You get the bottom button just to cover the chest the chest bush, and that's I'm it. living in
1: Miami, basically, at this point.
0: Yeah, I was so I, – I was – come on. Like, why, why is he dressed like that? He doesn't need to do that button. Just wear a T-shirt at that point. Don't do this.
1: So, well, that's the Roku channel for you, Vladi. Yeah, a lot of things <laughs> go to the Roku channel for your sports. Things
0: are definitely changing here on the Roku channel, dude. So, yeah, I've never—that's
1: true. I'm never going
0: there ever again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's—it's it's only been two days since you and I chatted. As far as major headlines, Jimmy G is still not on any other teams. Uh, Kenny Pickett is he projected to be like, I, I saw somebody pr- pr-
2: Malachi black uh, says I've been throwing Cooper cup out there as trade bait and no one is biting. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, but you've been doing it. So not even going to be top five this year, but he's also been doing it in like the strangest ways. He's like, you like Cooper cup, give me your first round pick and one other person. <laughs> and then it's like, ah, but like, well, it's-
1: Cooper. Okay. Cooper cups, a volume guy. We're in a half point PPR and he's going to fall. He's not going to be the number one wide receiver again. So, no, Nathan. I We're think not he might doing it. I think he might have. No. I think he's gonna have a good year. But I also don't want to give up Austin Eckler and then like my second best player. I don't want to give. You, up. Okay, now I need to call you out because all you did last show was complain about how you didn't want Austin Eckler to begin with, and it was a fucking panic pick. Yeah now you don't want to trade him? You well, want Well, no. I'll, I might trade him one-on-one for Cup,
0: <laughs> but I'm not giving away any other players. Like, I think that was what was upsetting was he wanted, he wanted Eckler and one other guy like Eckler was a piece of shit. Like, he thought he was treating Eckler like he was a fifth-round pick, and then he wanted another sixth-round pick. And look at him in the chat. I'm not giving up Cup for Eckler. Well, that's, well, don't try and take away Eckler and one other person if you're not going to give me Cup and one other person. Like, if you gave me, like, your first round pick and your third round pick, and you wanted my first round pick and my fourth round pick, then maybe we could talk about it. But uh, the way he was throwing these trades out there, like, hey, you really want Cup. Give up Eckler and one other person. He wants DK Metcalf and Eckler. Up and Metcalf? What the fuck? Well, no, so, yeah, he, he says they hate Metcalf. I am all in on – You hate your whole team, apparently. At no, this point. I love Metcalf. Drew Locke got COVID at the best time. Juno balled out the other day. I I think the Seahawks are going to be fantastic with Juno Smith and 85% of his targets going to DK Metcalf. They have a – like, uh, and they also have a Rashard Penny. He's supposed to have a big year, although the Seahawks have a trash offensive line, so it's going to be fascinating
1: to see how that all pans out. But – well, luckily Metcalf is big enough that even if they do double team him, he can get over the top. But I don't know, man. I am getting hyped for this fucking season. I got another like legitimate draft this Sunday. You know, guys that know when to fucking draft.
2: <laughs> I, I haven't even filled
1: my bench in our league. I don't. I probably have empty bench spots that I haven't even filled up, and I was the one complaining about the bench spots.
0: I have two more leagues. You have two more drafts. I think they're back to back. They're gonna be. I think it's the mon- the Monday before the season and the Tuesday before the season. So there will be a, mid- a mid-stream draft,
1: I believe, where
0: I'm going to be doing one of my – That's yes, my-
1: this upcoming Monday and Tuesday, no? Uh,
0: is it? No, I this think – This is the last week of the preseason. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, so I'll be going they through. Cut the- they cut another game out, right? There's only three total? I think there's three, yeah. I thought there was still – I thought there was only two. But, yeah, I think as they added a regular season game, they took away one preseason game. So – so this is it, buddy. And I like it. I I always remember that fourth preseason game was pretty useless anyway. So it's
1: it w- it was literally scraps. Yeah. It was all no scrubs. starters played. I I don't think I've been excited as excited for preseason as I have this year. I don't know if I'm just dying for fucking football, but I'm getting into all of the storylines. At, like it's nice to watch the first quarter get some real action and then the storylines after that of just all the backups have been fucking interesting this year i love watching
0: the backups for some reason I, I, and i never have i never have in my life i've never liked watching preseason because you do watch you like if you're a raider fan you want to see car oh car's not playing never mind but watching stidham Like as a Raider fan, you're thinking, okay, we lost Mariota, we lost our backup, so we need to see what we have in our backups. So we got to see Stidham and Mullins. Neither one of them really impressed me too much, but at least I got to see them in action. And you got to see guys like Foster Moreau play really well. And you're kind of okay. Josh Jacobs is running the ball. Kenyon Drake got released, so now I want to see that kid from Georgia play a little bit more. So like, there's there there's a lot of storylines that kind of happen throughout the preseason. Like the in. And everybody at work they ask me like what my favorite uh what my favorite team to watch this preseason has been? Pittsburgh Steelers, hands down. Who is their quarterback? Who's going to play quarterback week 1 for that freaking
1: team? I don't know, but what what's the kid's name, Pickett? Can he Pickett? it? the next coming? Well, that's the next what, coming, a Joe Montana. That's I was reading this article today
0: from the Athletic where they were saying uh George Pickens, who's their receiver, or Kenny Pickett, those are the early favorites for off, for NFL offensive rookie of the year. And I'm thinking there's no I'm way on the same team? Yeah. Oh yeah. George Pickens is like blowing people away, I guess. I guess Chase Claypool sucks
1: yeah. and they're loving this George Pickens character. Well, I all I could tell was Pickett was big as shit and he was dominating this week. I don't think Kenny Pickett's gonna play quarterback this year. Am I crazy? In the in the Who's their starter? Mitch Trubisky. Oh, put him in, dude. What are you going to do with Trubisky? Trubisky's a fucking backup. Start the rookie. Here's the argument, okay? So,
0: Kenny Pickett, like, 20th overall pick, right? Do you gain a lot from just throwing him into the frying pan, like, season one? Like, don't you like these quarterbacks that are given a year, like a Patrick Mahomes, like a Carson Palmer, these quarterbacks that get drafted and have a few years, if not just one year, to kind of learn the NFL system
1: and to not just be thrown out there and almost die like David Carr. Maybe I don't. How's their offensive line? I don't know. I know it's a real Four thing because I'm sitting here just trying to figure out white kids. what way I'm gonna fucking argue. Because there's one. Like I'd rather just have them start getting reps now. Right. Don't throw them to the fire, but get them out there and let them get real NFL experience. But then at the same time. There's guys that you will just fucking ruin when you go out there and you ruin their confidence. But then again, isn't that guy fucking doomed to begin with if he's too weak to fucking withstand it as a rookie? I don't know.
0: I think Sam Darnold is my favorite example of putting some guy out there who's not ready. Like they put him out there fresh off the campus at USC. He goes to the New York Jets and Bill Belichick says, "I'm going to make Malachi this guy." Matt Black bitch. says
2: Mason Rudolph is starting.
0: Uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph could also start. But I mean, Belichick pretty much ruined Sam Darnold's career. Like, he said he was seeing ghosts. Like, to have a quarterback say that is just the most insane thing to hear. Like, you played, you've been playing football your whole life. Like, think about that. Like, we've been watching Hard Knocks, right? These guys don't just play football on Sunday, 17 weeks a year. Like, they play. When they're in uh, with Pee Wee, they play in high school. They play in college. He has literally been playing this game his entire life. One night against Bill Belichick, he's saying, "I've seen ghosts." Like so, I, I think when you get to the NFL, there is a difference. There's a difference in in a uh, level of competition. So when you are a Kenny Pickett and you've been playing at Pitt, by the way, it's not like he's been playing in the SEC or like a real conference. I'll throw that out there. He played. Nice. At, he played at Pitt and. So like was Pitt good? Were they like gangbusters? The the best thing he did was a fake slide. Do you remember that? I one? never
1: heard of this kid until now, so I couldn't tell you, dude. Oh, you would love the Kenny Pickett fake slide because
0: he did it right, and then it immediately was like, so he scored, yay! And then it was ruled like, okay, yeah, you are not allowed to do that anymore <laughs> uh, because that's the the slide is to protect quarterbacks. And if you guys are gonna take advantage of defenses going easy on you because they think you're sliding, we're gonna. Oh, I did see this. We're playing. going to, yeah, like we're gonna let people light you the fuck up because, yeah, when he did this, people were pissed. Very good runner. Don't sleep on yep, this. Yeah, see. Oh, he faked. He yeah, I was like, I
1: fucking tripped, dude. What do you want me to? do?
0: <laughs> he fixed the slide, and they just. Because you can even see, oh. you can even see the safety like, all right, cool, play's over. No, he faked the slide. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a piece of shit. What were they ranked there? Fifteen. They were ranked fifteen. They were ten and, 10 two. and two, and they're playing okay. Wake Forest, who was also ten and two. So it must have been an interesting
1: year in college football. Although teams when they're ranked fifteen and sixteen, who fucking cares? We're top. We're top yeah, eight. You have no chance that late in the season. You have absolutely no chance. You're trying to get into a good bowl game. Yeah, this was even the Subway
0: ACC Championship, you know. So if if you're not in, if you're not in the two big ones, and you're playing for the Subway ACC Championship, which will then lead you to the Arnold Carriers Delivered on Time Bowl, we don't give a shit. Like we we don't want, we don't care about those. Yeah, he did a fake slide. That's like his career highlight. So I don't know. Like I don't see this guy doesn't impress me much. If I can be honest, at least Mitchell Trubisky was drafted before Patrick Mahomes.
1: And what does that get him? <laughs> Fucking nothing, dude. He's terrible. Look, he. Uh, you he, think the Bears wrote? He's he was on the Bears, right? Got drafted by the Bears. He made it to the postseason with the Bears. Mm. Is that when they saw <clears> Khalil <throat> Mack?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. They their team. Yeah, they've gone through some changes. Who Gives there. a fuck
1: about the Bears, anyways. Alshon Jeffrey.
0: Yeah, I, I think that. Um, I think Mitchell Trubisky for for all of his faults. He's got more experience. Just put him out there for a year. If you throw Kenny Pickett out there and he tries to fake slide, they're going to kill him, and he will be killed. So I, I'm all well, – Fucking kill him then. If he dies, he dies. And I just think of the best examples are guys like who don't just get thrown out there immediately. You can even throw Tom Brady in that mix. It's not like Tom was immediately forced to go play quarterback –
1: I always okay. don't compare a first-round draft pick quarterback to Tom Brady. Well, okay? even so, Carson
0: Palmer. Carson Palmer was a first-round draft pick. He sat behind John Kitna for a year. Kitna played really well, which is odd. And then, you know, at least you gave Carson Palmer a year to, first of all, also to develop his body a little bit. Kenny Pickett looks like a kid out there. Like, Kenny Pickett looks like he works at Hot Dog on a Stick. Like, there's no reason why he should be a quarterback. But – you give him a year, get him in the weight room, have him hang out with with Jay Glazer. Oh, I am doing my dance for he hate me. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think that I I, I like to guys to be given some time. I think if you put them out there too soon and they get rattled and they don't, they're just not ready for that shit. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the way.
1: And they just have no fucking grit, ladies. That's all I can say.
0: Look, look at Goff. His career's over. And he, he was thrown out there way too soon. Now it's He went to a fucking Super Bowl ladies. What are you talking about? Yeah, and he lost. Now he's a he sucks now. Remember that Monday night game when the Chiefs and the Rams, it was like, This is the future of football. And they put up like it was like fifty six to forty nine at the end of the game. And it's <laughs> yeah. the biggest joke I've ever watched. And people were saying, That was the greatest game I've ever watched. It's like, no, that was the worst game.
1: no No punts no stops no punts no
0: defense i mean it was literally who has the ball last is gonna win but goff was carrying the team and i i I think back to that time of goff was a very very like just air it out quarterback what happened what what happened to goff where he lost
1: all of that swag where he lost that ability to just air it out like that i don't know because it's not i mean it's I don't think it's his ability. It's either something mental or he's on a new team now, so he's got to build that relationship with wide receivers or he just doesn't have as good of wide receivers. I mean, if you have a fucking number one, if you have Calvin Johnson, you can throw the ball into an 18-foot circle and he'll fucking catch it. But then when you got the shitty Lions wide receivers, if you don't hit him in the hands, it's fucking an incompletion yeah well and it's the same with the jets
0: and i mean yeah like it's there's there's a lot of guys that when they're on a certain roster like
1: even and then i oh, look at our look at our guy
0: dan campbell's up there dude coach of the year right let, now all right so let's go through this i wanted i saw this list today that they released so we have a list these are the current favorites according to bet mgm which i i might be in vegas uh that would be way
2: after all this but still malloc black says <laughs> golf misses jeff fisher
0: he does miss jeff every year every moment Coach of the year. Here's the Vegas odds right now. Looks like the favorite is Dan Campbell with the Lions. Is that purely a hard knocks like he's got some Fuck popularity yeah. from the show? If this team wins 10 games, he'll be coach of the year.
1: We got to put him over the top, ladies. We we're pushing Dan Campbell. We love him. And he's got fucking grit. Brandon Staley in the
0: Chargers, he's another he's the second right he's I don't the even runner know who runner. that is. Well, and that's what a, like everybody is so high. On the Chargers, they like everybody saw. It. People are picking them to win the AFC West. Like, oh, finally a team's going to be able to knock the Chiefs down. Much like I'm saying, okay, uh, like quarterbacks do develop from year to year. People are expecting Justin Herbert to come out and lead this team, no matter who's on it, no matter who it is. Keenan Allen isn't a year older. Mike Williams isn't a year older. It's literally the same roster. We're all the same age. It's going to be different this time around, though. I promise. And people are thinking Brandon Staley and the Chargers are, are winning the West. There's no way. Me and Rich Eisen, by the way, we're picking the Raiders. I heard him pick the Raiders today. I might, I might be Rich Eisen guy again.
1: Yeah, I mean, go back and forth all you want, dude. I, I would rather t- pick the Raiders over the Chargers. I can't stand the fucking Chargers. That was the team I forgot to mention when we were talking about California fucking sports teams. Living in Southern California, going to a Chargers game – you always wore the other team's jersey. It could have been your personal rival. We don't give a fuck. I wore a Tim Brown Raiders signed jersey to a Raiders and fucking Chargers oh, yeah. game, and there was probably four times as many Raiders fans there as there were Chargers. I fucking hate the Chargers. Matt
0: Robles, he wore, he wears Raiders stuff to every Charger home game. Like It really is. Like, oh, there's a new – the Raiders have one home game in L.A. a year. It's, it's kind of what – what i was told like when you go to those games it's clearly the black hole like i don't know why i don't know why the chargers would go to la they they were so perfect in san diego cuz it was far away enough and the culture is different enough from Los Angeles to where they can have their own team, they can have their own thing, and and I agree. I like I went when I was uh, when I was wearing my my burgundy and gold. I wore some Redskins shit to a Chargers game. Like fuck yeah, I went to a Seahawks and game and they
1: weren't even playing the fucking Redskins. <laughs> you just wore it. I swore it. They were playing the Bengals.
0: I, yeah, I went. Fuck them. I went to a Seahawks Chargers game. A lot of Seahawks shit. So yeah, they and you know what?
1: To, to be honest, it's like the Angels. You go to an Angels Red Sox game. There's more Red Sox fans than. than I went to a not. A think about it i went to a chargers broncos game for my honeymoon day after my wedding we were like five rows from the field wore peyton manning fucking jersey (laughs) fuck the chargers dude
0: and there's really not like but why go to la and i don't think they're winning the west i really don't austin eckler's yours nathan send me what send me trade me a defense you can have austin eckler it was a
1: money grab sexy pick we want they wanted a free stadium from san diego and san diego said go fuck yourself like Ron Burgundy. So, I don't know.
0: If Josh McDaniels wins the West, does he win Coach of the Year? Jock's mm, – maybe. Maybe. I, I watched this video on him by Five Point Vids on YouTube. Like, I'm so excited Hi. for football. Hi. <laughs> the G-sponsor subscriber thanks to Nathan Wella. It all ties in together, man. Uh, I watched this video because you, we all remember Josh McDaniels coached the, the Broncos for a cup of coffee, and, and he did really terribly. He chased Jay Cutler out of town, and uh, he he would have meetings with players and then release them like via telephone the next day. <laughs> <laughs> he just did uh, a lot of shady shit.
1: He's non-confrontational. Luis. Thank you, Ricardio.
0: He really was. Well, he just – he said he was – he when he – and he says in some interview that he was – he loves football. He didn't always love people. So, that was his, his – oh, his, oh. So, he's autistic?
2: As as in a lot of
0: ways, yes. So, so, is Belichick, though. You listen to Belichick talk. I mean, he loves football. That guy loves
1: football. The whole – soul. Oh
0: social interaction part i think he i don't think he
1: understands that the the best best stat i saw (laughs) i think it was two weeks ago was your boy right there brian dabble with the new york giants when they were playing the patriots (laughs) there were two stats it had belichick on one side that dude on the other underneath under brian it said 49 years old under belichick it said like or no brian is 48 under Belichick, it said 49th season in the NFL. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. He's been Belichick doing it forever. He's been doing it forever. The emperor at this point. Well,
0: and in that Josh McDaniels video I watched, McDaniels, like the game when the Broncos beat the Patriots, Belichick, you know, jogs out to the middle for the handshake, and Josh is pumping up the Broncos fans so fired up that he beat Bill, completely ignores the handshake, huge asshole, completely unlikable. But uh, what he did—he did something that I liked. His dad told him, "Like, make a list of everything you did, like that you would change." And apparently, he wrote like 500 things down. Like,
1: <laughs> he had like the <laughs> longest list. Of, there should have just been one. Yeah, never but, leave the Patriots. He. Well, man. yeah,
0: like he said, like, what did you not like about you when you went to Denver? Like, what did you do wrong, or what would you have changed? And, yeah, like, everything. Like, he would have listened to his veteran (laughs) players. Like, his veteran players who, like, Eddie Royal had, like, 91 catches the year before. And then as soon as McDaniels gets there, he had, like, 13. Like nice. he just completely changed the instead of going to his bury your ass yeah instead of going to the lead receiver and saying like hey what worked well for you last season what do you like doing he just told he sounds Eddie, like a real Vince McMahon to me here he just told Eddie here's the system you you better make it work maybe it was like Vince McMahon so uh, I'm ex- I think the Raiders are gonna have a I am I, such a Raider fan the Raiders are gonna have a great year and if McDaniel's does get them to at least an 11 win season. I could see him being coach of the year. This is his in – in a lot of ways, this is his first he's, – he, he's left the coop. He's left the nest. He is, this, he is a head coach now, and I don't know if there's running back to Bill Belichick anymore.
1: I think – I think we need to get you a Raiders jersey that's number zero, one, and it just says I'm a mark on the back of it. <laughs> Mark. Because you're a fucking Raiders mark.
0: They're going to win the whole thing.
1: I have a strong feeling. <laughs> I, I have an
0: inside source that says they're going to win this whole thing. Uh, NFL MVP odds are released. Josh Allen is clearly the number one.
1: Oh, clearly. Which I agreed with, Tom by the Brady. Way. Wait, how did they bet him down that much, but he started that high?
0: So the opening odds, they weren't giving him much love they they weren't giving him much Jesus. love because i think they weren't sure if he was going to play maybe when these were released
1: it was like is he even going to Yeah, play? he did like i think this is his first week at training camp.
0: Yeah, so now the odds are at a, at a plus 800 and i'm not against that. I think like a lot of people are forgetting Julio Jones is on the Buccaneers and Mike Evans is still going to be Mike Evans.
1: The only thing i'm worried about is they they had another offensive lineman blow out Every ligament in his knee. Oh, the MCL, PCL, and ACL. <laughs> yeah, all of them. But their defense is fucking legit, dude. So I don't know. He can, he's just got to move around the pocket just a little bit. That's it. And these but are all I, these I are all clear. Clear favorite is going to be Josh Allen. Yeah, and well the Bills
0: have so much. Like this is their year
1: in a lot of ways. Much like people are oh, yeah. super
0: excited for the Chargers. Like you look at the Bills and they added. They added Von Miller, which is, you know, even though he is older, it is a huge addition. And their offense. Is- That's one of those
1: veteran players. There's always one of those veteran players on the Super Bowl team that came over on a one year contract because he's getting old, but he can still contribute.
0: Yeah. And I think Von Miller's that guy. And Josh Allen, one thing the Bills always seem to lack, and this is being a fantasy owner, their running back carousel fucking sucks. Like, I hate not knowing. Like, I've had, what's his name, Devin Singletary a bunch of times. I've had, uh, what's that other guy's name, Shadrick Moss or whatever. They don't really know. Like, they, they just don't have that bell cow. Like, imagine if they had one of these, like, Derrick Henrys or Aaron Joneses or Austin Ecklers even. Somebody they could put in who can just be
1: that like solid go-to running back they don't really have that yeah i don't i don't like teams that do that like just running back by committee sometimes it works out but you gotta have that just game breaker in there that's always a threat and it opens up the fucking passing game dude if you got a bunch of nobodies in there yeah they're fresh all the time but nobody's going to be stacking the box trying to stop them
0: yeah, well, and especially like Devin Singletary is somebody that I'm always—he's always on my fantasy team for some reason. Like I always have a freaking Bills running back because I know their offense moves the ball really well. So one of these guys has to get some yards. I don't know who it's going to be, and neither do they, which is frustrating. So uh, I think if they did just like give, okay, you're going to get a lion's share of the carries. You know, seventy percent of the handoffs go to this man. That would help me out and help them out tremendously uh tom brady mahomes a lot of the usual suspects herbert freaking up here always sit people love this herbert guy oh he got bet way up there too Uh, dang he he must be wowing people in preseason oh look at aaron Rodgers got bet down and it must have been the mushrooms it must have been the mushrooms and you know what it probably was it was probably this receiving core he just doesn't have a strong team his team looks like shit. Like, how are they supposed to? How is he expected to throw for another four thousand, five thousand yards if he's throwing to
1: Alan Lazard? He doesn't have a good team. No, he doesn't. I I like Joe Burrow. I your boy got bet way up too. Fucking Dak is up there. People are. People are. Ho- <sighs> And I don't know. And the media is just. I, I watched the entire Cowboys game. They looked good, dude.
0: But the media is just as guilty whenever, whenever Stephen A. Smith and all these people hate on Cowboys fans. The media is just as guilty because around this time every year when the NFC East projections come out, well, clearly the Cowboys are the favorites to win the East, which means they're going to get a high seed in the postseason. and. You know, Dak stays healthy and Zeke Zeke stays healthy. You know, there's there's no reason this team can't win the Super Bowl. Like every fucking year, it's not like maybe that's the problem. Is that uh, like the the people are sick of hearing it because the media is doing it too. Like I was watching ESPN today and it's like it had a it had a big graphic of how the Cowboys get over the hump. It's like oh my gosh, just this move. Like I kind of agree with everyone else. Like like I get it. It's annoying that. This team thinks it's their year every year. But as a Raiders fan, this is our year. I know we're going to do it. So I I think the Cowboys are just so hated for that because it's more
1: blatant when when it's happening for them. Yeah, I just agree. Well, I love jumping on that bandwagon. Everybody who hates the Cowboys, you have to feed into the narrative so that we build up all this pressure during the season. If they have no pressure – then there's less chances of them to fucking blow it like they always do. But we got to build up the pressure now. Stephen A. Smith, I'm sure, started fucking three months ago already on the Cowboys. (laughs) Wearing a Cowboys hat, doing his Jerry Jones fucking impression, smoking a cigar already. We're ready for fucking Cowboys season.
0: Isn't it weird? So I'm on Offensive Player of the Year. Only two quarterbacks from that MVP list are on this projected list for Offensive Player of the Year. Like Offensive Player of the Year, maybe it is turning into the best player And then MVP is going to be more – well, quarterbacks are
1: clearly more valuable. So Yeah, it's always going to be that. That's why it's the backup winner for the MVP because nowadays a defensive player is never going to fucking win again. So (laughs) offense is all about quarterbacks. Maybe there will be a running back in there every 10 to 15 years or a wide receiver, but that's it. So, yeah, you can't have all quarterbacks in the MVP and then all quarterbacks in the offensive player because – then it just looks fucking stupid. I would almost say they should not allow fucking quarterbacks in the offensive player of the year yeah. unless the MVP is a running back or a fucking wide receiver. They should just flip flop. If
0: on. they just did quarterback of the year and and off you know uh, skill position player of the year, like that might yeah. make a little bit more sense at this point. But John Taylor, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson. I'm a big fan of Justin Jefferson. Am I crazy? I know that Kirk Cousins is his quarterback, but. For some reason, Justin Jefferson always has big numbers. Am I, is he – Kirk Cousins is going to be serviceable enough to make sure Justin Malachi Jefferson Black wins. says
2: Cowboys will be lucky to win seven games this season.
0: They'll be lucky to win seven games by 30, but they're going to win the rest of the games by a close margin. So, uh, I'm saying it, Nathan. you like the Cardinals.
1: What's going on with that? They suck. Uh, We're going to find out because they're, they're the in-season fucking – Hard Knocks team did. I have a strong feeling they're not going to win more than
0: 10 games. I'm thinking the Cowboys win 10 games and the Cardinals win six. How
1: many did the Cardinals win last year?
0: I think they won 10. I don't think it was very much. <laughs> Cowboys. You don't think they're going to be better than last year? I don't. I really don't. Kyler Murray doesn't want to do homework. He, double experience weekend is coming up. Like He's really not invested in football. He got his money. Why would he try harder? He already got paid. Catch them live at Kyler underscore. They started 84. really, weren't they like 7 and 0 or 8 0 at some point last year? Like they started off as the best team in the league, and then the wheels kind of started to fall off because of injuries. Kyler missed some time. We had to watch Colt McCoy play some football. Uh, so the Cardinal, but I, I look at their roster, nothing's really different. Everybody's a little bit older. Uh, they got Hollywood Brown, they lost. Um, like they lost Larry Fitzgerald. No, I, I really don't see these guys getting that that far.
1: I really don't. I mean, I'm down. Uh, another team our entire lives, the Arizona Cardinals have been absolute fucking dog shit. Yeah. Like I was saying, the last time they were good was when I was in fucking college, when they were actually legit, when they had Anquan Bolden at that fucking team. Kurt Warner. I cannot take them seriously.
0: Yeah, Kurt Warner. Yeah, no,
1: who knows? There's I, there's just teams like that in the NFL. Like, until they win a fucking Super Bowl, I'm not going to take them seriously.
0: I haven't gotten the argument today with somebody. I got a friend who's an Eagles fan and, you know, talking shit about the Cowboys. And he was like, yeah, uh, put in a VHS to watch the last time they won a Super Bowl. And I was like, you know what? At least they've won five, all right? The fucking Eagles took them like 80 years to win one, okay? So let's relax on who has a more impressive record, like, I'd rather grab a V. I'll grab five VHS tapes before I watch your one Super Bowl on YouTube. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm fine. I I think we're I think the Cowboys are good. And no reason. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a Raiders fan. And we also have three Super Bowls and, this and, year. And then my <laughs> and we're gonna have a fourth one this year. And uh my so my coworker was even saying like, well the Eagles actually have also won two NFL championships before there was a Super Bowl. And I was like. And I was like, cool. So they, they've they only won yeah, three. find the tape on that. They've only won three championships total then. Cowboys have still won five. Cowboys VHS didn't exist. Cowboys won five Super Bowls, all right? The Eagles won one Super Bowl. And I don't know how many NFL championships the Cowboys won because the Packers are the only ones that won those, and they mattered. The Browns, too. So I love that. I'm 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 excited, dude. I, and yeah, good point.
2: Just as bright and just as, as white
0: Rizzo with the hydrate. This water is empty. All 30 ounces have been consumed. Uh, but yeah. So Zach, as we went down, um, yeah, obviously football. I'm very excited for. We are getting dangerously close. Maybe it is next week. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. I don't want to skip comeback player of the year because I fucking this one's real interesting. This Ooh, year. let's see. Before we fucking sign off here. Comeback player of the year
0: so far, the Athletic has these people listed. Derrick Henry, who missed eight games last year with a broken foot. Jameis Winston, torn ACL. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Chase Young, Pitt Baker Mayfield, and Michael Thomas. So those are the people and that are, are listed. are all
1: really legit fucking players that could have a really good fucking season this year. Well,
0: and it was just announced Chase Young is gonna miss the first four games of the season with an injury.
1: Okay, he's not gonna win. Um Michael, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's a clear either Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey.
0: I don't mean to be this guy. Can I be this guy? Jameis Winston's gonna have a good year. I have a strong feeling. Sure. Jameis win- and and look when he was hurt. Jameis last-
1: Winston has a good year every year. Just ignore his interceptions and he's fucking amazing.
0: <laughs> He's yeah. so
1: good. He got LASIK
0: surgery, so now he's going to throw 60 touchdowns and 60 interceptions. That's like my favorite joke. might
1: be he's fucking colorblind because he throws us the wrong color jersey. I don't know if it's that it's blurry.
0: Dude, every time. Well, and he won- so I But him on the Saints last season was pretty good. He was serviceable. He was doing well until he got hurt. The Saints were a playoff team until he got hurt. So I don't know. We I mean, have Michael Thomas. That makes up for a lot. And can Mike is going to be back, so I I think that the way their roster looks, Alvin Kamara's beating up dudes in elevators, and they have Kevin James as their fucking head coach. Yeah, now. I just watched home team. There's no reason why they're not going to win. Well, Sean Payton's out, so Sean Payton retired. It's going to be Dennis Allen as the coach this year. Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas, Kamara, and they're in the they're in the NFC South, which is not like a huge like who's the best team in the NFC South.
1: The Panthers with Baker Mayfield, uh, comeback player of the year potentially. I we'll guess see. the Bucks, duh. So okay, the yeah. Bucks are going to win the South. I was I was going to say the Bucks, but I wasn't 100% sure because I thought you'd know that. <laughs> but clearly, the Buccaneers. But if there's three po- if there's three wildcard
0: teams, and you're going to assume that the top two teams from every every division, one of them is going to be left out. But I think in the NFC South, I think that. I think the Saints are not gonna be out of it entirely. I don't believe in the Panthers. I don't I don't like Christian McCaffrey. He's he's up for comeback player of the year. It should be comeback player of the last two years because he was hurt two years in a row. He sucks.
1: He does not fucking suck. I mean, that's the problem. I know I love McCaffrey. I would pick him first every fucking year, but injury. Him and Saquon fuck at this point, it's all these running backs now. Yeah, Henry, number one Henry missed eight about. games.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, they gotta
1: start doing Tommy John for fucking running backs and just replace every ligament in their knee before they even get into the fucking league. Keep
0: him fresh. Keep them fresh now. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, I think for comeback player of the year, I'm leaning heavily Winston. Is Baker only there because he was like traded and like ran out of town and disgraced? Because he didn't miss any time last year, did he?
1: I don't think so. Did he? I, was he injured? i don't think he was i think it, i think this is literally this is like reputation come back from playing yeah here? yeah it's,
0: it's <laughs> man you got chased out of town by a guy who was getting hand jobs so uh you came We're back stronger than ever letter taken off your jersey this year we'll see what happens i saw him at i saw him at practice and he looks he looks good i mean as as good as dudes looking gym shorts he looked really good so uh we'll see what happens but Yes, uh, what's Kevin Durant latest? There's even a ticker on the athletic website. I've never even seen this before. Uh, Kevin Durant decision to rescind trade requests. He's going to stay with the Brooklyn Nets. This is huge, Geezy. We thought he was going to the L.A. Rams, maybe to the Houston Astros. Nobody was sure where Kevin Durant was going.
1: I love, Dude, I love Kevin Durant so much as a fucking basketball player. But him and Kyrie, like the- those kind of guys that just think They're the smartest person in the fucking world. Like, he literally requested for his head coach and the GM to be fired. And now he's going to stay and make it work? Like, you fucking burn that bridge, dude. You're not going to get along. You're just saying it now because they're not going to fucking do it. Now you have to back down and look like a pussy.
0: Well, and see, so Durant gave the team an ultimatum, find a trade partner or fire Steve Nash and general manager Sean Marks. Which? Why would you do eat that though? Like, especially Sean Marks. This is the team that got James Harden there. Like, this roster was really built to keep uh, Kevin Durant happy. Why
1: is? Why are we mad at the general manager for that? I don't know. I've only seen the drama. I've never seen a reason why he wants to get rid of him. I, he brought him there. He got him hooked up with Kyrie, which is what he wanted. I don't know why the fuck he's pissed off at him. Well, and even Kyrie- Oh, that's the gayest picture ever.
0: This one right here, their fingers, like, ooh, let's hook fingers. (laughs) That is a pretty weird, like, hey, let's do that. Well, and Kyrie missed half the season anyway because he didn't want to get vaccinated and New York wouldn't let him play. So, are we to blame just Steve Nash and Sean Marks for that? Like, Kyrie wasn't vaccinated and he he wasn't going to get vaccinated, so- so tough titties. If you're Kevin Durant, don't be mad at your at your management for that.
1: I, I agree, dude. I don't. That's that's like the atomic option. You don't come back from saying just fucking fire the whole front office or I'm leaving. Like, how are you gonna work together the next season? Like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it. I was just trying to get traded. I did. I love you, Steve Nash. You're the best fucking white <laughs> player ever in basketball. He's like not, he's top five white players, but he's not the best. No, top five. But I'm just saying, he's got to, he's got to suck up to him now. He asked, he wanted him to be fired, demanded, said, get me the fuck out of here or get rid of him. Cause neither of us, it, we can't work together now. Be, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. They didn't trade me. So I will make it work. Well, and Ben Simmons
0: is supposed to be coming back to Brooklyn, but isn't he just kind of a bitch too? Like, I don't, I don't like that either. He fucking
1: sucks, dude. He can't yeah. make a jump shot to save his life. Uh,
0: so he is coming back both uh, – he's going to be healthy both mentally and physically. Like, that's that's number one. It's like, oh, well, mentally he's good now. Like, physically he's always been fine, but uh, he's going to be much better now that he's mentally prepared. He didn't want to join the team when, like, things were going to be hard. He's just a bitch. Like, I, I, I don't mean to be, like – like, to fall into that, like, conversation, but – like, oh, this guy's so soft, but he's so soft. What a fucking little squishy baby. He's like an ass. He's like a baby
1: ass. <laughs> I agree, dude. It, so much potential, just soft. No grit is his problem. We need Dan Campbell to get a hold of him.
0: Dude, Dan Campbell would cut most of that fucking... The NBA just doesn't work <laughs> the same way football does. Uh, let's see. Fuck no. Where are we at with the WNBA? They got their own page here. Even the Athletic is pretending that people really care about this shit.
1: I, dude, they need to just shut it down. <laughs> just fucking shut it down, dude. Shut it down. There's really – are people – look, there's games happening right now. <laughs> How long are they going to keep – Like it? I think it's just going to go indefinitely. They could lose money the next 50 years, and the NBA will just be like, We have to do it like it's just we need to do it morally. We have to have a women's league and it needs to be fucking it's on life support, but we're going to keep it alive forever. Yeah. Fuck it.
0: No, that's 100 percent like this thing hasn't worked in the 20 years that it's been around. But now in like woke culture, like this society that we're in right now, if the NBA lets it die, it's misogynistic, it's sexist, it's it's everything, it's systemic racism, it's every, they can th- it's uh it's uh, it's against lesbians, like it, there's they're gonna throw everything they can to just keep, transphobic to keep this league alive, uh, because and look, there are some good women's players. I'm not trying to make it
1: sound like you know what you know what we need ladies? Hmm. We need some trans players in the WNBA so that, that people can actually like dunk and make three point shots.
0: of oh, like Stephanie
1: Curry is there? Entertaining.
0: Well, and and I know that the women get really defensive
1: when you say like, "Hey, let's lower that rim so there can be dunks." Let's let's. Yeah, that's the dumbest fucking thing, dude. Yeah. at least the just so that's another just no because then you admit that women aren't equal to men. They have to play on a different court, ladies. You're just sexist, but.
0: Yes, I am. I guess like there's there's men and women, and the men like just based on the like look at golf. Golf has the ladies' tees, right? They're like the the red tee box is a couple feet above where the men hit from. So and they probably what they did was probably took the average size of a male golfer and the average size of a female golfer, did some mathematics, and boom. Now we found a way to make it even. So if if ten feet is the height for men. Like, let's just say, like, if I put my arm straight up, like, I'm not going to be able to touch the rim. But, you know, they probably did enough guys and they looked like, OK, here's the average. It'll be 10 feet for women. Let's just say it's nine feet. It's only a foot. It's not insulting or degrading in any way. It's based on your heights. This is the what the, the hoop should be at.
1: Well, you know what else they should do is make the fucking ball smaller. I've heard
0: that. Are the balls not got, smaller?
1: I don't know. I'm just assuming it's all exactly the same, but they should have smaller balls because their hands are smaller. And then, ma- dude, make the fucking the hoop bigger too.
0: <laughs> make the court smaller too. Less running. We <laughs> court
1: smaller, yeah. We just put keep- trampolines down so they can dunk. <laughs> Wear shoulder pads. Dude, did you hear slam balls coming back? Slam back balls here? coming back, bro.
0: They, oh, they know I'm what we need. Fucking- So pumped for that! People know we need we need fucking death. We need uh, we need uh, rollerball out here. We need to get some shit. (laughs) Yeah, get some shit cracking. So fuck yeah. We'll see. I mean, like it's always a meme, but yeah, the WNBA keeps on trucking, my friends. Maybe we'll watch that next time. Maybe we're not gonna watch. uh, Maybe we're not gonna watch they slash them. You've already seen that. We've never seen the WNBA.
1: (laughs) I've never. I can legitimately say I've never seen a minute. Of a live WNBA game. Really? Oh, I watched Candace Parker win the championship, dude. I I know that name. I have no clue what that is. The
0: Rays beat the Angels 11 to 1. I got the notification. So on Art Moreno sells the team day, the Angels celebrate by losing by 10 runs.
1: If you want to feel better, just go look at the Yankees, what they've been doing lately. Oh, they're
0: trash. What a weird collapse by them. And then even Aaron Boone, like, hitting the desk. It. It's like, dude, you're, <laughs> you're losing. Like, it's okay. Like, other teams have been doing it. Uh, but I guess since you're the Yankees and you're the one who's probably going to get fired if they don't win the World Series this year, uh, maybe. Maybe
1: that's what's going to happen. Jeez. Like, did Aaron Judge just fall off a cliff? I thought he was going to set fucking home run records. What happened? He is still setting the home run records, I think. But I know that as a team, like, you they, just. Well, I know the other, they've been shut out, like, a couple times in the last
0: week. Good, dude, the Dodgers are stacked. The Mets are playing well. Astros are going to win the World Series.
1: Ooh, Dodgers again, huh?
0: Yeah, Yankees are not bringing any new ground by saying this. Love or hate the Yankees. Uh all of this, the losing, not the rankings, led to Aaron Boone post-game press conference where he got emotionally pounded the table. Anything that reminds you of Dennis Green's rant about the Bears is sure to be a crowd pleaser. The Yankees avoided a sweep on Sunday, but even during a jersey retirement and subsequent ceremony, Yankees fans found reasons to be cranky. Uh, yeah, dude, they've just been playing like shit lately. Do they have the video of him pounding the table because it's so cute? He's so they mad. have to. He's so yeah. mad. He's so mad about them losing some games. Look, it fucking happens, dude. You're the Yankees.
1: You, you play tough. I mean, baseball is such a long season, dude. You're in a slump. Like, aren't they statistically in the playoffs? Like, they could lose every game and still make it, right? No. I mean, they're they're up. They
0: have, like, a so – and they have teams on their trails, dude. Like, that's really – so the Yankees are in the AL East, which um, – is, is not the moat? Like, look at the Rays. The Rays are not too far behind them, seven and a half back. So, if the Yankees continue to lose, you know, I mean, they're four of six. They're kind of riding the ship. But when you have teams like the Rays on your trails, you have teams with positive records like the Blue Jays. Orioles are still in it. So positive all these records. I mean, they're <laughs> fuck, dude. They're in first still. Yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, well, they were. They had a really good record oh, until August. Division. They've had one bad month out of after having all these good months angels baby we can do it 52 and 71 we're 26
1: games back not too bad yeah, we can do. mike trout has 15 wins in him by himself dude it's gonna be fun even if i is switch playing this year or is he permanently he got disabled he got a
0: hit tonight even if i switch to the rangers they're only a couple games better than the angels like I, it's not I, I don't like good teams this is this is just the life that i live my wife likes the Dodgers. I like. She likes the Chargers. I like it's the Raiders Dodgers and the Angels. Head, I probably should, but I, I don't. Know, I, I just that feels wrong. If I'm going to switch teams, it's to where I live, and I live here in Dallas. So, Keasy, I think we covered all of our bases. Started with baseball. Ended with baseball. Uh, snuck in some Game of Thrones. Talked about what it means to be the MVP. We covered every single thing, my friend. And I think we'll be back. Uh, we'll, we'll have to look at the calendars. I mean, maybe there is another Sunday show of brewing. You know what I mean? Hey, Sunday, Sunday fun days,
1: dude. We can do it. And especially with, like, tequila and 7-Up like you had last time. But mm-hmm. any party. I, dude, oh, you got to listen to that fucking podcast I sent you. I'm, I'm going to cut back on the alcohol, bro.
0: I honestly don't even drink alcohol anymore. Like, it's, it's a real thing. I just kind of stopped. I drink beer once in a while, but... Like, just as far as how often I'm drinking, it's not even a
1: thing anymore. I don't drink. That fucking podcast just scared me straight, dude.
0: Is this, like, Game Changers, though? Remember, we were vegan for a while.
1: We A long while, and it fixed my fatty liver. So, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> That's
0: a, you think, Do you really think it had, like, long-term effects? Like, it, it cured you of things?
1: Of that, but I probably got it back just from drinking this whole time of fucking COVID. So who knows? Yeah.
0: I I know like me being vegan for the eight months that I was, like when I look back on that, I did have this weird like drastic losing fifteen to twenty pounds and then I just ballooned back up. Like just the amount of carbs I was eating, I wasn't exercising enough to like burn all that off. I think if I did if I did it now, I probably could find some happy medium of Eating the right amount of carbs and burning those off at the gym uh to be able to sustain to a vegan lifestyle. But dude, I love meat. Meat's so fucking
1: good. Like it's my dude, do it I'm doing carnivore right now. Let's fucking do it. Do you just eat, eat meat only? Can
0: you eat spinach?
1: No. <laughs> Here's your criteria. Can it walk, fly, or swim? Can you
0: use like barbecue sauce really. or anything? Or is it just straight up meat?
1: I'm doing, I for sure am not giving up sauces. I'm not going to eat plain meat all day, every day. I'm 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 going to hit the sriracha, the Tapatio. There's, I got to send you this barbecue sauce. I don't know if you have it out by you, but it's like a zero sugar Carolina vinegar base that I don't like those kind of barbecue sauces, but this one fucking slaps. Is it, J, is it JR's barbecue sauce? No, I, I'll find it. I, I, I have pictures of it, but I can't remember the name. Of <laughs> pictures of it. Perfect. Well, I think we about did it. I
0: have to ride off into the sunset now. I've I've watched almost none wrestling, so that's the perfect person. Good
1: for you, ladies. There's so much other shit you need that to That
0: is the perfect person to do a wrestling discussion with Sonic Gino. He watches all the wrestling. I might just let him drive. I just let him go like, so we had a GCW at a show this weekend. Pretty good. Did you watch it? No, nah, I didn't watch it, man. I heard it was good, though. What was your favorite part? I like the matches. Good matches. Good wrestling. Like that's what I think we're going to do tonight. I think I think that'll encapsulate everything that I've done this week
1: with wrestling. Dude, what you got to do is just get him on, talk five minutes of wrestling, and then start Daily Burn without telling him, and just start exercising and see if he follows. Turn soon.
0: it into a workout. Maybe talk about that cover letter again. I know we gave up on that. A B2 little.
2: says Gino pretends to watch wrestling. The internet tells him his opinion. Jeezy is a real man.
0: I've heard that, too. I've heard that Gino doesn't even watch wrestling. He just kind of reads Reddit and goes, Yeah. Well, I've never played. I've never watched it. Like, he was talking about stardom the other day. Like, yeah, stardom is, is better wrestling for women. And then I saw like a highlight and they were wrestling on like a, a bouncy house for like children. So I was like, what? <laughs> like, this isn't good. And he's clearly never seen this. It's bad so We're preventing concussions ladies maybe that's exactly what it is so let's take a short break i'll be right back with gino kesey thank you so much for your time tonight a legend a master Whoa, as always catch the buzz fail to stay thank you so much for being here and a chicken winner from luxie is he being serious right now thank you so much luxie kesey let's ride off into the sunset are you ready
1: you're the real mvp Vladis.